Welcome back to episode 57 of Impacted, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube and, of course, Twitch, if it's working. Hopefully it is today. I am your host, Bison, and today I am joined by the... by I nearly said the birthday boy, but that was what I wrote for last week. But And I'm joined today by, by, by coming to us from the void, the Joker, and, of course, the man simply known as Steve. Hiya, boys. How are we doing? Very well, good. Thank you. Getting kicked in the side from me, dog. How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Sam, Sammy's awake then this week, is he? He's under the bed, yeah. He's under the pillow. So if you see me getting knocked from side to side, he's kicking me in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as he's not ripping your mic, as long as he's not ripping, ripping your headset off, then, then we should be okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And how about you, Steve? Uh, you've been busy today, mate. Yeah, I must admit, I feel exactly the same as Joe. Been a um, busy day at the NHS, so yeah, been been busy my end. Been busy your end, I can imagine. Um, yeah. Not an easy area to be uh, to be working in at, at these times, right? Uh, no, not for anyone there. No. No, exactly. No. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, mate. I'll tell you what. Let's let's get cracking because we have got we've got a very very special guest. So at this time, I'd like to I'd like to welcome our guest. He's coming to us live from the Serengeti, the vibrant UK wrestling scene. He is the Lion Kid. Hi guys, uh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> no worries. Look at that. <laughs> now listen. What I was saying to the lads earlier was that this is the first time we've actually had a uh, a masked wrestler on the show, so it's fantastic to uh, to to welcome a masked wrestler on the show. Um, I mean, I, I guess you are a luchador. Uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah, mostly a luchador, which is which is great. <laughs> so you are actually probably the first luchador we've had on the show as well. So that's really really exciting. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. No worries. Now, um, interestingly enough, it's great to have you on the show. Fresh from your appearance on the UK scene last weekend. Now, I personally saw you at Wrestle Carnival show, um, and it was a pleasure meeting you and your lovely lioness wife, who was also there, which was uh, which was lovely to to meet her as well. Now, I know you're aware, of course, of the my daughter Boomer Boy, who's a huge fan of yours. So, I'll be bringing her on in a second just to ask you a little question. Um, she's she's been getting that. Uh, she's been you know, practiced in it in her bedroom. Um, oh, so it'd be interesting, <laughs> interesting to see whether she could deliver it as well as her dad, but we'll have to wait. Well, I'm, I'm very excited to find out. <laughs> it would be great. Um, so, so here we go. Now you've been a professional since 2003. So I think that's what it's at 18 years or so. Can you give us an insight into how you got into the business? And do you remember that first ever match and who was it with? 
Okay, how I got into the bit. Okay, it was, as you say, it was a long old time ago. I was about 13 in school and um, myself and a group of friends who were big wrestling fans. And um, one day, one of my friends came to me and he said, I've been to a wrestling training class. And I went, no, you haven't. <laughs> and he went, I have, I have. And I went, no, you haven't. I thought he was just like winding me up, having a joke, like having a joke with me. He went, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool, <clears throat> and it's around here." And I was like, "All right then, I'll come with you next time." And uh, I did, and it turned out there was a training wrestling training school literally around the corner from my house, and no. uh, I there for years, and I had no idea. And uh, yeah, that's where my training began when I was thirteen, and um, I am now. Put me on the spot. I'm 32 now, so most of my life I've been uh, involved in wrestling. That's incredible. And the, the wow. funny thing is about that as well is that you're still young, really. I mean, mm -hmm. 30, 32 is no age, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, in in this business, so there's still there is still lots of time left. We we hope, and uh, the, as long as you continue enjoying and loving what you do, that's the that's the important thing. And and you know, Absolutely. we'll continue to support you. Now. Yeah, Love it just as much now as I did on day one. Probably even more so. Really? More so now. These last uh, six months or so that wrestling has been back, I've probably had more fun in wrestling than I've ever had. Oh, that's and, amazing. So so who was your very first professional match? Oh, so it was a what was called a junior match at the FW Academy. So we weren't quite adults. So I was 16 at the time, maybe 15. My first right, match, okay. it was just a six-man tag, like basic eight to ten-minute thing with six of the um, junior wrestlers from the younger class. And, uh, yeah, it was good fun. Actually, most of the people in that match are still wrestling now, which is uh, kind of funny. Really? Uh, so could yeah, you remember uh, who it was then? Yeah, so uh, a guy wrestling now was Priscilla, Queen of the Ring. Uh, he was in it. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Ant Ladash, who's a, a regular on Kapow, along with um, a guy that wrestles under the name Hitman for Hire. Those two are actually a tag team still to this day. And, uh, yeah. Oh, no, Hitman wasn't in that match. I'm getting mixed up. I'm getting mixed up with another match. <laughs> um, so Ant and um, Priscilla, yeah, those two are in the match and they're still still wrestling now. That's amazing. So, of course, so they must all come from the Serengeti there. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Sometimes I feel like it, living in my house with my, my boys like wild animals. So. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Now, I know you've done some great tours over the years, including uh, I know you've done some tours in Holland and Europe, uh, but also Japan. Can you give yeah. us some insight into into what you remember from from that tour? Because uh, you know we're we're big fans now of New Japan Pro Wrestling, especially and All Japan and Noah, which is uh, also a fantastic uh, wrestling promotion in Japan. What can you give us some insight on 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 that on that tour? Okay, yes, it was for uh, it wasn't for any of those. It was for Dragon Gate, and I did a um, couple of matches for Dragon Gate UK when they came over and uh, did a few shows in England. And on one particular show, I wrestled um, their main champion at the time, the Open the Dream Goat champion, their uh, main mm. title's called uh, Yoshino. And uh, we, had, we had a good match. It went well, and he seemed very happy. And, after, and that match was in October of that year. And after 
uh, they invited me to go over and have an opportunity to uh, work on some of their shows, which is okay. huge for me, like huge dream come true. Because obviously you're wrestling on the UK shows and the goal is to impress and get out there. And for that to happen, I was like, I couldn't have been happier. And um, so I got back to them and be like, I'd love the opportunity to, to go, but um, how about instead of doing like a normal, like six week tour, four, four to six week tour, like they have done with some of their other British guys, can I go there and train in your dojo as well? Um, so a tiny tour turned into a three month trip where um, I got to stay in their dojo and train with all their guys, um, right? Or actually getting to wrestle on some shows, which was uh, amazing trip. I think I, I, at the time I was like their first foreign student to ever attend to their school, their dojo. Wow. So that was uh, super cool. That is amazing. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. So you ended up there how long? Sorry, three months. Three months in the end, which was. Uh, Oh, it was a long old time. I did uh, get a bit homesick towards the end, but like my, my feeling about it was, is like I might never ever get this opportunity again. Like three months was the maximum my visa was allowed to be. So, like if I'm going to take as much as I can get because I might not ever go back. Like you know, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, that is an absolutely amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So, oh, I just I just got someone coming in. Oh. Apparently, Boomer's saying that a link's not working. So I'll tell you what I would do. Sorry, guys, this is a live show. So what we'll do is we'll bring Boomer on with the bison instead of in the link. So we'll bring her in now. Should we bring you in to come and speak to Lion Kid? Yeah, you can come in now. You can come in on here next to me. Come in next to me. Come on. Come in next to me. You've got your stuff there. Come on in. Come on in. Look, everyone, it's 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 the uh, it's Boomer Lion Kid Bison. Uh, she's just yeah, coming. She's coming to say hello, and uh, you, no, you'll notice she's she's made her own uh, mask, um, wow. which which is pretty cool. We sort of kind of put that together, didn't we, sweetheart? Yeah. yeah. She even got me to draw on the the the, the bit in the middle of your mask, this bit here, and. We put on some of the, the lines and everything. Yeah. So big fancy, big fan. <laughs> now, I do know, I do know that you've got a question for Lion Kid, haven't you? Why did um why did you pick your name to be Lion Kids? Oh, that's a very, very good question, Boomer. And can I quickly say that I absolutely love your mask? I think that's very cool. Done a really cool job with that. Um my name, Lion Kid. Wow. I was wrestling for a few years without a mask. And um, the problem was, even though I was about 17, 18, 19, even up to like 20, I, my face, I look much younger than I am. And I look about 15 years old, <laughs> which um, it put a lot of promoters off, giving me opportunities on shows because uh, they didn't want it to look like a child was getting beaten up on their shows, <laughs> which is understandable. Um, so I did think about doing a mask character, and I was a big fan of a wrestler in Japan called Dragon Kid. And he's a, a little guy like me, uh, amazing high flyer, and uh, his gear and his mask just looked incredible. So I was very inspired by Dragon Kid. But obviously, I couldn't just take his name. Um, so I tried to think of, like, other animals I could be. Um, animal Kid. 
Uh, Tiger Kid was my first idea, but I decided that wasn't quite British enough. Um, so Lion Kid was um, was the uh, the one we came up with in the end, and um, I think it's worked out very well. I'm very happy with the name. What do you think of my name, Boomer? Yeah. <laughs> Not. That's a lot of appreciation. (laughs) (laughs) You're on mute. Very good question. You're on mute. Sorry, lads, I was muted because I took my microphone off. Sorry. I was scared um, when, um, like, when the stuff got into Lion Kid's eyes, so I was all worried. And that's what made me, I'm like, really, really scared. Oh, you got scared? Well, yes, that was, for those of you that don't know, um, a few days ago at Wrestle Carnival, I was in a match, a handicap match with Josie Me against Charles Crawley. And um, the trickster that he hears, he popped a balloon full of um, some sort of powder into my eyes, and uh, which blinded me for most of the match. Um, but don't worry, Boomer, uh, I've got checked out by the doctor afterwards and I'm totally fine and I'm all better and my eyes are 100%. I'm ready to get back in that ring and um, at the next Wrestle Carnival, you'll probably see me again and I'll be fighting just fine. There you okay. go. That's good news, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic news. Okay, sweetheart, that's enough of you for now. Do you want to go and watch the show? Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Boomer. Goodbye, <laughs> Lion Kid. There you go. There you go. Right, I'm going to plug myself back in, lads. I'm going to plug with... He's having trouble getting the link Getting the link to work. So let me just plug myself back in. Right, I'm back in. Three, two, one. I'm back in the room. So listen, um, uh, that what a fantastic appearance that was. I know that the, uh, I know that the T&I tribe absolutely um, love when Boomer comes on and... Uh, you know, does her thing, does her thing. Um, she is the cutest. She's the cutest, I must admit. Apple of my eye, as as all children are to their parents, I'm sure. Um, but, um, yeah, fantastic. She was extremely worried. I, I'm not going to lie to you. We, we had to put up with, because uh, we live in uh, mighty Essex. So we came up to Nottingham, the three-hour, three-and-a-bit-hour drive. We had to endure um, Boomer's dismay. For a good hour, <laughs> if not a little bit longer, um, on the way oh home. That's, it was, such, it a, was... that's such a long drive for someone her age as well. It just shows how uh, committed and excited she is to see the wrestling. Exactly, she absolutely, uh, she absolutely loved it. So uh, yeah, she she she's by my side pretty much the whole time when we go to a wrestling show. So it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, yes, so there we go. So we got a little bit done with regards to, to that. She we brought her in a little bit early. Having problems with uh, connecting up there, but uh, never mind. We, we, it's a live show, guys. These things happen, you know. We just have to roll with it, you know. Uh, but anyway, now one thing I wanted to talk to you about is that the UK scene has gone through a lot of changes over the past twenty years. Uh, can you give us your thoughts on the current state of the UK scene um, as it is as of now? Sort of, you know, after as the pandemic is now started to to subside. Um. At the moment, from everything I see, 
like post-pandemic, British wrestling particularly is bouncing back. And I think it's going to be stronger than it's ever been. Like, like we've had so much time away. Like, British wrestling fans are so excited to get back and watch wrestling. And the wrestlers that have been sidelined for so long are so excited to get back. And um, they just want to make up for that lost time and work harder and perform harder than they've ever done. And just shows everywhere that I see, like almost every show I've been on has been a sellout and shows that I see online that um, I've not been a, a, a part of. Um, <clears> all <throat> over the country, just like everywhere seems to be like selling out and doing really well. And yeah, I think this is a... Uh, this is a new beginning for British wrestling, and I don't know if uh, what the potential peak could be, but it's very exciting to to wait and see and find out. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, because obviously in your long career, I mean, uh, sort of 17, 18 years is quite some time. Now, I know you've had some awesome opponents over the years, including Ultimo Tigo, Tiger, which is which was uh, which probably was quite cool. Uh, I've seen Nick Aldis, Jody Flaish, Robbie E, who was a, a, an impact or a TNA wrestler, Johnny Storm, etc. Uh, but can you can you say what was your favourite ever match? And do you have an opponent that you've not necessarily faced yet, but you would love to face in the future? Um, I don't know about favourite match. I've been wrestling for a very long time. It's hard to say. Um, oh gosh. And I, I don't know, like, I'd say you, you, you've wrestled, I've wrestled, like, a lot of big names as well. Um, like, I got to wrestle Daniel Bryan. That was really cool. Um, yeah. And uh, what's his name? Sami Zayn and uh, Pac. And, uh, and yeah, as you say, like, Johnny and Jody and Seth Saber Jr. and Marty Skull and, like, lots of other British guys that are now doing very well. Um, How about yeah, Will hard- Ospreay? Have you wrestled Will? Have I wrestled with Osprey? Um, yes. That yes, I have wrestled Will. Sorry, I, I had to think for a second because I, I was sure that I must have done because um, we've both been around a little while now, but uh, it didn't come to my mind straight away. But yeah, I have wrestled Will. And uh, oh my gosh, how, how well is Will doing these days? Oh, he's insane. He's he's mm. incredible, incredible wrestler. Mm. Um, and like I say, he's he's sort of kind of, I think he's pr- really sort of established himself now in New Japan Pro Wrestling big time. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think when people talk about, you know, best wrestlers in the world, he's definitely in that sort of top five of best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, yeah, so yeah, he, he's incredible. I bet that was crazy because obviously he has that Lucha Libre style as well. And of course, you've got that Lucha style too. So I bet that was a, a real fast crazy flippy type match yeah well, um if i remember correctly it was a um four-way match on a dragon gate uk show and the other two people were uh rich swan um oh. and who's obviously fantastic and oh, uh, yeah. who wrestled who, sorry another, i miss it uh uha nation oh uh, yes I yeah i know I don't know what his name is now, but I think he's wrestling under a different name now. But yeah, that would have uh, been maybe insane. Apollo, Apollo something he's called now, maybe in WWE. Apollo, Apollo Cruz, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but, Apollo uh, Cruz. 
Yeah, yeah, he's amazing yes. as well. Yeah, that all, all, all three of those guys in that match uh, were fantastic. So mm. yeah, it was really cool to be in the ring with all of them. That and, is uh, yeah, amazing. That that is amazing because you know it's 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 interesting. You know when you say when when you see these guys on TV, um, and you know you're like, yeah, wrestled that one, yeah, wrestled him, wrestled him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's that in its in itself is a is pretty awesome. You know, and I I always say there's some there's some amazing talent around that you know deserve to to get a little bit more spotlight. And for me, you're one of those guys. Um, you've been around a long time. <clears throat> You have some amazing matches. Uh, some of the matches that I've seen on YouTube, as well as seen in live over the years, um, you've always been absolutely um, outstanding in every match I've ever seen you. Um, so, you know, I I think that that, that alone, you know, we, we should see you on, a, on some bigger platforms in the future. I, I really believe that at some point. Now, Anna, who's actually, Anna, who's actually called Violet, um, her name is actually Violet, but she goes on there for some reason, Anna. I don't know why. Uh, but she's got a question for you. Can you see that on the screen or do you want me to read it to you? Uh, yes. Question from Anna, a.k.a. Violet. Why did you choose the Lucha style? <laughs> okay, I think I can answer that. Well, um, i a uh, very small guy. I am in the low five-foot range, let's say. Um, and so it kind of like, and with the mask and the name Lion Kid, it kind of makes sense for me to be a lucha guy. Um, if it was, if it was up to me, uh, I probably wouldn't mostly be a lucha guy. I am actually a big mat wrestling fan. I'm a te technical wrestling guy. Whenever I go down and I get a chance to do some training, I'll spend probably just two hours rolling around on the mat doing some old school and some classic, classic, classic British wrestling. But when I go onto the shows, um, promoters and the fans, they want to see me jump about. They want to see me fly. They want to see me flip. Um, and when I'm against much, much bigger guys, which I often am being a tiny fella, it doesn't really make sense to me trying to grab someone's arm and ring it round because they can easily just like bosh me away. <laughs> Um, so, like, story-wise, for the show and for the match and for my character, it makes more sense for me to be a uh, lucha guy than it is a Matt Wrestling guy, as much as uh, I love Matt Wrestling. Um, that so makes that, sense. That, that does happy. make sense. Hmm. I was just yeah, thinking no. one, one way you could work around it really would be as if, if they allowed you to, to um, gel the style a bit more. So like you, you do mm. like, like um, Daniel Bryan, for example, he's, he's, he's a small guy, but he does a lot of like strikes. Yeah. He's not much, um, he's not much taller than me, but he's like thick, thick. Yeah. Whereas mm. I've, I've got like a, like a small, much smaller frame <laughs> than him. Um, and yeah, I do. It depends on who I'm against, really. Like, if, I, if I'm on someone close to my size, I often will like sneak in a couple of minutes of mat wrestling at the start of a match before doing, um, like just for me, just for fun for me, yeah. before uh, getting into the stuff that the fans really want to see me do. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love the chain wrestling and grappling and stuff like that. I really enjoy that, especially you, you don't see it a lot on the. From US wrestlers, but can it like see it from from a lot of Canadian wrestlers? And it's it's always really good to see the chain grappling and moves being strung mm -hmm. together. Oh, it's my absolute favorite. So much fun! I could I wrestle for hours on the mat happily at training. I, I don't even know where the time goes half the time. 
but but yeah, that that's my favorite. And don't get me wrong, I do enjoy being a high flyer and uh, being the underdog and telling those stories as well. But um, if all else being equal, I could get away with being a mat wrestler. I, I certainly would be. I would try. You would give it a good go. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So what Anna's saying now is, uh, you know, it's something about you could add in some submission moves or high fly, and it, and it all makes sense if you could, you know, add it all together. And I'm sure, like you just said, you do when you when you when you get guys that are more of your sort of size, it makes sense. I suppose it's a bit difficult yeah. to try and get, you know, someone like I don't know, Powerhouse Blake, for instance, into a, into a, <laughs> you know, some kind of mat yeah, wrestling. Exactly. Just, just... <laughs> yeah, but there was a little while where I did um, experiment with potentially adding a uh, a submission move to my uh, repertoire, but um, that's just because a fan suggested. To, to me a name for a submission move which i absolutely loved and i'd be like okay i've got to just try and do one just so i could get the name in in, in there which was he said i oh, you should do some kind of arm bar submission called the lion bar yes i've got to do that <laughs> the lion bar that would be amazing that oh. would be amazing see i mean you've got diana prazo who's got the uh what does she call it the, the what, what does she call Fuji, it fujiwara arm bar that's right, mm. but what she calls it, the Venus de Milo, don't she? Is that yeah. the double one? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the double see, one. The virtuosa, see? And then, then you've got the lion kid who does the lion bar. That's <laughs> that's that's amazing. I love it. I, I, somewhere you've got to get that in. You've got to get it in uh, somewhere. I've been trying for a while, but I, I, haven't, I haven't managed to find something that like totally suits the character and stuff. It, it's funny, like... For the most part, like when I'm like putting my matches together, the, the thing I care about most is like telling stories and you know interacting with the fans and getting some emotion from them. So like most of the time, I don't really care about what moves I do. I like I'm not one of those guys that's be like, oh, I've got to get my cool move number six in. Like yeah. I really don't care what moves I do. I just want to tell a story and have some fun with the fans. Yeah. Um, but a good way to convince me to do any move whatsoever is to come up with, come up with a silly name for it. So, <laughs> right. well, Keith Goldman's got one. Keith Goldman in the chat's got one. He's he saying, "What about the lion crab?" The lion crab. Is there an animal called the lion crab? I've got no idea. Keith, Keith seems to think that'd be good. I, I think he's probably trying to say, "Well, you're the Boston crab, so why can't we have mm. the lion crab?" I guess I don't know. I don't know. It's like there's like sea lions and lionfish and all that. I've never heard of the lion crab. I always yeah, remember. I I always remember uh, back in uh, like the TNA days, um, Chris Harris had a move called the catatonic. <laughs> the catatonic. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Catatonic, yes. yes. What was that? I can't remember exactly what it was, but but yeah, it was. Oh, I, was I always it. remember that, that move. <laughs> My um, brother-in-law suggested a little while ago. He suggested the Pride Rock Bottom. <laughs> 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 there you go. There you go. The pride rock bottom. That's a pretty good one. Anyone, anyone in the chat? Come on. Anyone in the chat? Come on. There you go. We got Keith Goldman again, the lion sleeper. It could be called oh, the lion. Know. What about the lion sleeps tonight? What about that? The lion sleeps tonight. Yeah. Is that some kind of choke hold or? Yeah, that's like what that? I mean. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> sleeper hold. We, we could have the lion sleeps tonight, and that could be your sleeper well, maybe hold. I just, I just do a drop down. I do a classic wrestling drop down and sleep and trip them up and then somehow win them on that. <laughs> <laughs> you never well, know. You never like, know. There could be some cool ones. Now is uh, called the Circle of Life. 
which I really oh, like. Yeah, yeah. So like on, what we got we got some more coming up here. There's loads now. Everyone's getting excited on these. <laughs> so what else have we got? Then we've got yeah. uh so the lion versus yeah, the it's moose it's versus it's the rhino. Like the lion figure roar. The, the, the lion, lion yeah, the lion figure <laughs> roar. <coughs> the lion oh, figure like roar. Oh, it took me a second. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, like like the figure four, but the lion figure roar. Yes, mm. I, I'm down with that. That's a good one, Steve. I like that one. That's that's really good. So, um, so we got uh, Hakeem Fullerton, who's a, an avid listener to the show. He just come. He says, "Lion Kid looks like he would be perfect fit for the old TNA faction, the Menagerie." Do you remember those? They no, were like a, what's, they what's were like the a, they were like a carnival uh, sort of slash sort of rest um, I guess circus type act I guess so I guess you probably would fit in because you could like you know you could have been you know a, one of the lions at the at the circus I guess oh the perfect oh. fit yeah that would make sense wouldn't it could have been one of the lions at the circus that would make sense all the characters were circus based then because when i when yeah. i hear menagerie i think like menagerie of animals so no, there, 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 was, animal there was um rebel and crazy steve and i i forget who the third guy was Nuts. but he was, and he was like, bob terry was the other one weren't he he yeah, was he, the, he, he was like the freak. So it was it was yeah. more based. It was based around sort of kind of uh like more like a freak show. You had like oh, okay. villains. Had, yeah, they were sort of villains. I mean, you had Mike Knox, who was the was it? He was like the ringmaster. The ringmaster you had yeah. didn't you? You had you had Crazy Steve, who was the clown, obviously because he but uh, crazy oh, clown. Yeah. Um, he, he used to speak with his horn. He used to walk around going, <laughs> on his horn all the time. He never spoke to begin with. That was what he did. He honked his horn every time he spoke. Um, <laughs> you had Rebel, who was who was sort of I, I think she was like the high, like the gymnast or something. You know, like yeah, she was high sort flyer of maybe. Yeah. Oh, like contortionist gymnast thing. Yeah, that's right. And Rob and Cheers. Rob Terry from Wales, Welsh boy Rob oh, Terry, yeah, the freak. That's right. He was the freak. He was the freak in the, in the menagerie. So, uh, oh, yeah, that was a faction. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. He was like the freaky strong man. Yeah, that's exactly what he was. Um, he wore this crazy mask. He was proper scary looking, wasn't he, boys? He was fantastic. He, he done well. That was probably his best role, in, in all honesty, in, in when he was in TNA. It was probably his best role. But, um, no, that's, that's actually... Well, so Impact Wrestling, if you want to bring back the menagerie with with Lion Kids, uh, give me a call. I'm open to it. There you go. There you go. We've got some... Gary saying, what about the Lion Valley Driver? Lion or Valley. Lion Valley Driver. Or you've got the Lion Flex. The Lion DDT. Uh, yeah, there you go. And there's also there's a uh, somebody's going. There's a tiger dude in Triple uh, A. I'm trying yes. to think. You, 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 th oh, what's his it? name? It's not T. Grayuno. We're not talking about T. Grayuno, is he? Do you remember oh. T. Grayuno, Lion Kid? Yeah. Oh, the name, T. Grayuno. The name well, but I can't put a. Uh, I was about to he's say a, I can't put a face to the name, but he's probably wears a mask. I can't put a mask he, to the name. Yeah, he does. He does wear he does wear a mask. To be fair, uh, but yeah. again, Tigre Ono, he was X Division champion for a while. He's uh, running impact. He did, and he's um, yeah, he's very similar size to you actually. Uh, probably about five, six, five, ten, maybe hit a push, mm. I guess. Um, so he's um, yeah, he was great. But yeah, imagine that you could have the you could have a tag team of Tigre Uno and Lion Kid. That'd be amazing. That'd be. Yeah, I'll that tell you what. Lions and this, 
Exactly. This here right now is basically fantasy booking 101. What we what we're doing <laughs> right here, fantasy booking 101. Uh, but anyway, I I, I think to be honest with you, I, I, I love the, the the fantasy book and stuff. Like when promoters come to me, like I, I like the obviously I've been wrestling for a long time and I've done lots of different storylines. So the more unique and out of the box and silly and crazy your idea is for me, the the, the more I'm going to be up for it because. Yeah, it's, it's not very often I get the chance to do something <clears throat> super original storyline-wise. So I love the uh, outside-the-box thinking with, the, with regards to booking. Oh, good. Good, good. Well, you get loads of that from us, isn't it, mate? Gets loads oh, of, you'll, loads you'll, of... Be get, you'll get a load of hardcore matches and stuff from me, so I think yeah. you'll be <laughs> a, bit, a, bit careful, a bit careful how far you step into the empty space. That's <laughs> it. That's true. That's true. Um, okay. Oh, here's a good one. Somebody say the LLK, Long Live the King. How about that? Because King, yeah. yeah, King of the Jungle, you're the lion. King of the Jungle makes sense. I had um, uh, a group I used to work for a little while ago. I did the super kick on some of their shows, not as a finish. I just I did it as like one of my main moves, and the fans really bought into that and shouted Simba kick every time I did it. <laughs> Simba kick <laughs> instead of super kick. Yeah, so it was, getting, it was getting so over. I almost made it my finish on those shows because that's the thing they pop for the most. Just really? Simber kick. <laughs> Fantastic. There's another one here, Lion Soul. What about the Lion Soul? You, oh, do, yeah. you do a great Moon Soul, don't you? you yeah, yeah. To... I, do, um, I do the Lion Soul into a final cut sometimes. And for a little while, um, if the bottom rope's nice and tight, sometimes I'll do a bottom rope Lion Soul and call it the Cub Soul. <laughs> Oh, very good. Very good. I like it. I like it. Well, I think that's that's pretty much all we've got time for today. But it's been absolutely awesome having you on the show today. Uh, I, I cannot recommend enough you go check out Lion Kid on the socials, YouTube, some of his great matches. Uh, can you let everyone know where we can find you um, and maybe where we could buy some Lion Kid merch too? That'd be really cool. Um. So you can find me anywhere online uh, at Lion Kid UK, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, you can see me about on lots of British wrestling shows. Check out my social media to see uh, where and when I am going to be. And merchandise, I am revamping and I'm going to plan on launching a new proper online merchandise store soon. But uh, between now and then, if there's something particularly particularly you want, you can just uh, DM me online and uh, I'll sort you out. Good man. Good man. That's what we like to hear. Absolutely super. Make sure you support Lion Kid, everybody. All the best for the future, my friend. I look forward to seeing you um, in the coming months, as I'm sure I will. Uh, all the best for the future. Lion Kid, everyone. Fantastic. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you all soon. Take care. Take care. Thank Take you. care, buddy. Take, Take care. care. Wow. That's How about amazing. That? How about that? that? Absolutely amazing. What a fantastic guest. What a fantastic guest. And I knew it would be the minute I spoke to him at the show on, on Sunday. Um, I thought he was going to be a great, great guy to have on, and he really was. Um, so maybe we could get him back on again in the future. Who knows? But I'll tell you what, I can't recommend enough. If you've not seen this guy's work, go on YouTube and go check him out or go and check him out on the social media. Um, he's definitely well worth uh, some, you know, some of your time just to check out his work because he's fantastic. And I, I know one thing, I'm going to go and see if I can find that match where he was, where he was uh, with Will, Will Ospreay and, and, and Rich yeah. Swan. You know, that, mm -hmm. that, 
I bet that was an absolute cracker of a match. So I'm going to get online and uh, check that one out. So and I can recognize first one across my eyes when we mentioned Rachel and I'm going to be in the same match. Oh, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I, I straight away, I was like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to try and find that one. And when I do, I'm going to share it. So yes, everybody, everybody could check it out. If we can find it, that is, if we can find it. I'm sure I will find it somewhere. I think he said it was at Dragon Gate, didn't he? Yes. So I'm yes. gonna do I'm gonna see if I can find it. But anyway, um, yeah, what a fantastic guest. And uh, you know, thanks to everyone to join us. I've noticed we've got a few people in the chat at the moment. Um, Gary, that's interesting. Sharp boy and lion kid would make a great team. You're right, they probably would. So it's great to see you today, Gary. We've got oh, baby. We've got bonkers, <laughs> we've got we've got Haki, we've got Keith. I think Mir was was in there somewhere earlier as well. So it's great to see you, buddy. Yeah, um, it's Lakers in this week. I tell you, we haven't seen Lakers for ages. I'm a bit disappointed. Hopefully, he was in last week. Was he? Yeah. Well, let's hope he joins us. Let's hope he joins at some point today as well. It'd be good to see him. Um, but great to see you guys to join us today. Absolutely super. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Lion Kid. But we have got some impact wrestling to talk about right now. Um, and I tell you what, this week we've got some fantastic stuff. And I think what we need to do is we need to preview what we've got so far with regards to turning point, guys. Mm. Um, we've got some interesting matches. And first of all, we know that we've got advertised the X Division title match, which is Trey Miguel versus another kid, Laredo Kid. Um I think this is going to be an incredible match. I think one of the matches that we're probably going to be talking about a little bit later could have some implications on this one, uh, whether it stays a one-on-one -on -one or whether it becomes a three-way. Mm, who knows? Uh, we may find out tomorrow night. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm going to go with Joe first. This match needs to stay one-on-one -on -one in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I think Trey Miguel versus um, Laredo Kid, Laredo Kid on, on, on its own is just what we need. It could steal the whole whole show on its own. No disrespect <clears> to Steve Steve Macklin, but we've seen him in like two or three triple threat matches now, and he's not won. So um, having him on having him on the sidelines or come out after the match and attack for Miguel after he obviously wins because it's inevitable. Um, but Laredo Kid is awesome, and he needs this this like final spotlight because I think this is his last set of tapings at Impact Wrestling, and for um, I'm not sure if he's, he's he's carrying on after this live event. So it would be a great way to send him off for for a little while to have him just have him and Trey Miguel and they'll tear the house down. Okay, okay. What about you, Steve? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of heading in a completely different direction to Joe. But after what Joe's now said, it kind of makes a bit of sense. Either way, I think Trey will leave still holding the X Division title, and either way, this it very easily has potential to be match of the night. I agree. I think so too. Um, I think the thing is, when when you put talents like Trey get you're going to get a hell of a match. Did I just disappear then? No, everyone did. It went on and off for everybody. <laughs> okay. Hopefully everyone else could see what we were saying there. So it's all good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think whatever happens when you've got these guys in a ring together, you're going to get one hell of a match. Do I think we're going to see an addition? I think we might. I, th I think we might, but uh, mm. you know, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see how this one pans out, but I'm with you guys. I hope it stays one-on-one. -on -one. I really do. Okay. We then got the impact 
world tag team titles on the line. Um, so we've got the Good Brothers versus the Bullet Club. Now, again, there is a potential for some implications with regards to this one as well. But again, I hope this one stays obviously uh, two on two um, as opposed to adding in another another tag tag team i hope this one stays with the, with the bullet club and actually i'm going to go with the bullet club taking the win on this one what are your thoughts on this one steve yeah i'm, I'm with you on this one um with it now being one-on-one -on -one with these two um i feel that this is the perfect if they don't strike now i don't know when they're going to strike uh and this would be a perfect storytelling i feel for jay white to show up and see <clears throat> possibly Chris Bay get the pin and him to say, yeah, you know, I chose right. Yeah, yeah, actually sort of like endorse him kind of thing there and then, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Joe? What do you think on this one? Yeah, the, the, the good brothers need to lose this match, um, first of all. Um, they've not, they've not, they've been okay as tag team champions. They've been better on the mic than they have been in the ring. No disrespect to them. I've just not, not been fully engaged in all their matches since they've been tag team champions. They're better off when they're chasing the belts and, you know, really getting down and dirty. Yeah, and yeah. Um, like Steve said, if they, if they don't strike now with um, someone taking the tag team championships and it's, it's a wasted opportunity and they'll be just, um, they're, stu they're really stuck between the number one contenders. It's either Finn Juice or the Bullet Club right now. And we've seen Finn Juice and the Bullet Club go back and forth for at least um, two months. So we, we we need new champions now, and mm. the bullet and Chris Bay getting the titles now. He's crying out for the belt online. He's really saying, "I'm going to get this." So he's definitely got full confidence that he's going to get it. He's and going for it. Yeah, I've got full confidence Chris Bay's going to get it. I think him he's going to pin Carl um, Anderson, and it's going to be a really really big shock. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, there's. Sorry, a little question there from. <laughs> There's a little question there from from Hakim. He's 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 just noticed that Ted, the teddy bear, is is right behind Bison. So uh, you would be right, my friend. Uh, my my fat. My buddy, my buddy Ted, uh, is uh, is decided to join us on the show. Um, so uh, you may be lucky, and you might get to hear him talk later. But you never know. Uh, I've got to be careful. I gotta be careful though. I've got to be careful. This is a family show, so we've got to be a little bit careful. <laughs> anyway, oh, so, yeah, moving yeah. on. Moving on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um so uh in impact world knockouts tag title match. We've got the uh inspiration versus decay. Um, are we gonna see the insp inspiration retain here? Or now this this is the thing. See, this for me is another potential to turn into a three-way. Uh, because, you know, could you imagine if the undead bridesmaids pin the inspiration uh, on Thursday to then get themselves inserted into this match? So we get the undead bridesmaids inspiration versus decay. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I think I could actually be down with that. I think this match, I think that would be cool. What do you think, Joe? Um. Yeah, I, I, th um, I, I, I'm, I'm on the fence on both. If it's a, if it's a triple threat match and the inspiration win adds more merit to them, because then they've beaten both teams in one match and it's great then. But and, um, it's that or we see them do pretty much the same thing they did against Rosemary and Havoc 
um, before because for some reason, whenever the champion, um, really, I, I, I want to see more more offense from Rosemary Havoc if it's going to be one on one because they didn't get a lot of offense in the match mm. um, about the glory, which is really disappointing. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm reading some of the some of the comments here uh, because Gary seems to think maybe uh, Ted would introduce me to uh, Flash Gordon, Sam Jones, um, <laughs> which could be interesting. A uh, bit interesting to find about that. And of course, uh, Violet seems to think that um, maybe uh, maybe we could have Ted uh, make an appearance on an After Dark, possibly. Uh, so yeah, there is a possibility. They left. And they laughed, and they laughed, and they laughed. Yep, there you go. They laughed, uh, and of course, uh, Mir making a very um, well. That, that's a totally out of character comment uh, from Mir. There, uh, do you want to pop that one up? I don't think I want to say it to be honest. Uh, but there you go. How about that one, Mir? So uh, yeah, interesting. Um, but anyway, so yeah, what about you, Steve? What do you think? Do you think this could turn into possibly a three-way with the undead bridesmaids, or do you think we're, this is going to stay as a as a you know a two-on-two? Two? I'm gonna. Ho I'm hoping that it kind of does because I feel that the undead bridesmaids need some credibility, and I feel I feel they need need a win. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that they do get this win. Um, and if they do go into the match, it will give me that kind of feel that something maybe oh, the father yeah. will it's turn four up. years, Johnny. You and me have been together for 27 years. Where's my ring? Huh? Where's my ring, asshole? Where's my ring, motherfucker? Put it on my fuzzy finger, you fuck. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, when you <laughs> put somebody's suffering in the wrong places, so I'm, I'm a little fucked up. But will you take care of me forever and ever? <laughs> if you have small children, please ask them to leave the room right now. <laughs> I had to show him off a little bit. I had to show him off a little bit. He does have some of the great lines. I don't know whether you could hear that, to be fair. It was, he was quite quiet. Uh, <laughs> I think I need to replace the batteries. I think I need to replace the batteries. Oh, sorry, no. He doesn't have batteries. What am I talking about? He's alive. He's Clubber Lang, isn't he? Theodore Clubber Lang. I forgot that. Sorry, he's a real person. Anyway, um, so it was. It's great to uh, obviously have Ted Ted make an appearance on the show. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's that's interesting, Steve. Now you're right. I, I think this is the one which, if it was made uh, two on two on two two on two, then it could be a very very interesting mm -hmm. interesting match. Um, you know, this one for sure. I think I think it could be. Um, now. We then have the Impact World Knockouts title match. That's Mickey James versus Mercedes Martinez. Now, um, this is an interesting one uh, mm. because obviously I just mentioned Mickey James, um, who obviously is really, really near and dear to my heart as, as obviously the legend of hardcore country. Um, but this is an interesting match. Do I think... Mercedes Martinez is going to beat Mickey James. The answer has got to be... Four-time knocked-up champ. <laughs> Wicked. Where did that one come from? Is that a new one? I don't remember that one. No, new one. 
Oh, well, see, Steve, Steve's been on it. He's, he's, he's on the case of the sound boats. I love it. Go on, Stevie. Boy. Sadly, love sadly it. there's not many people you can use that one for. There's not many people that have won it four times. That's true. That's true. Uh, apart from Mickey James, obviously, yeah. who's, who's now a four-time, uh, you know, knockouts champion. Oh yes, there you go. There it is. It took it took a while. It took a while, but we got there. And I was I was like, how, how long is he going to let this dead air play out? How long? That is not an appropriate question. <laughs> and of course, now we're getting a bit of the saber, which I love. Um, now, um. Oh, hang on a minute. Violet said she could hear him fine. Can you play the song? What are you talking about? The Thunder no, song? She, she, she was talking about Hardcore Country. Uh, was she? Okay, fair enough. I <laughs> thought she wanted I, Ted to play play uh, play uh, the Thunder song. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the Thunder Buddy song. <laughs> the Thunder Buddy song, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's, it's funny. And I am. Mir, I am. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm having trouble pronouncing Mercedes tonight. Oh, I said it fine then. I've, I have been just having... Don't, I don't, just don't know. Buy a Mercedes. Just don't buy a Mercedes car. He's, well, to <laughs> yeah. be honest, uh, that's probably why, because I'm a BMW driver. So I was probably having... I was definitely having trouble saying the word Mercedes. I think that's probably what it was. But anyway, what are our thoughts on this one? I think, obviously, Mickey's going to win. Um... You know, I think it's going to be a really, really good match, though. What are your thoughts on this one, uh, Steve? Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, like, I think if Deonna was the champion, I'd have gone for Mercedes. But, yeah, given that Mickey has only just won it, I feel like she needs to hold it for a little bit longer. Um, I like the intrigue they've added, the fact that they've kind of given... Mercedes that like little bit extra to her now. Um, maybe Diana gets involved, but I can see Mickey walking away with the title. I think this is definitely where we're going to see uh, Diana come back. Obviously, mm. I know apparently she's going to make some sort of appearance tomorrow night. Now I think that'll probably be in some kind of vignette. I don't think it will be yeah, like backstage. I don't think. Interviewing, I don't even, yes, yes, it's not going to be in the impact zone, so that's what I think. Is we're going to get some mm. sort of video package where she's you know pissed off or whatever, she's gonna she's gunning for that title or whatever. Um, I think at uh, turning point, we're going to see we're going to see Deanna turn back, we're going to see the very virtuoso turn up. Um, and it, like you say, it could be towards the end of this match, um, which then could possibly mean that Martinez does win. Um, who knows? What about you, Joe? What do you think? Yeah, I think um, and like like uh, if Diana Prazo was champion, I think Mercedes Martinez would have probably won by won it. But um, I'm part of me wants her to win, and part of me doesn't want her to win because um, I don't want to see the knockout title go from one champion to another to another to another so soon. But if Mercedes Martinez does win, it then brings Tasha Steels back into the fold a bit more. Which is, I'm a huge fan of Tasha Steeles. But then there's no stopping her from coming in after Mickey James beats Mercedes Martinez over Diana Perazzo. Mm. So um, this match is going to lead to something interesting, regardless of who wins. But I think Mickey James is probably going to win. And, and they're, they're either going to hug it out at the end and shake hands, or she's going to get flattened by at least two people. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I, I, I think you're right. And again, it's going to be down to what direction they want to move in, I guess. Uh, but one thing's for sure, you're going to get to, you're going to get a fantastic match out of these guys. Uh, we we oh, know. Yeah. We know that Mickey's still amazing. We know that uh, Mercedes is amazing, especially after that match with Merced, uh, Rachel Ellering and Tasha Steeles at Knockouts Knockdown. Those both those matches were fantastic. So we know we're going to get a good match. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one now. And of course, we've got the Impact World Title match of Moose versus Eddie Edwards. Moose is not, you know, th this match has been set up because we've, we've, we've already got a backstory, so they didn't need to build to it. What we've also got is, um, you know, someone from Moose to beat with credibility. Um, mm. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Eddie is, um, is he three or two? He's two-time world champion, isn't he? Three, is he two or three? Two-time. So he's two-time world champion. You know he's an ex, he won the X division and he's also he's a triple crown isn't he? He's also obviously multiple tag. yeah multiple tag championship runs. So you know if if Moose takes out Eddie Edwards, then what you've got then what you five then what you've got is um, you know credibility straight away straight away. So um, yeah, I'm, 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 Moose is going to win this one, but it's going to be a great match. You know Moose is awesome. Eddie Edwards is awesome. We're going to get a really, really good match. What are your thoughts on this one, Steve? Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it'll be a fantastic match. I mean, both men, um, they always put on a five-star clinic. Um, part of me gets the feeling that it could be a match with stipulations, given how Eddie tends to wrestle lately, um, and given the history that both men have with each other. Um but yeah, there's no way that Moose is losing um, losing this match. So I think we'll come away still thinking, "Wow, what a Clint, what a fantastic main event!" But even though we feel it's predictable, but yeah, Moose is it's still going to be an amazing match. What about you, Joe? We know you're a massive Edwards fan, so come on! Oh, big big Eddie Eddie Mark me. Uh, Obviously, Moose is going to win, like you guys have said. The bit, there's a history between them. Moose needs someone with credibility bit to beat. There's a huge uproar on one of the Facebook groups about Moose and Eddie Edwards once again facing off against each other. And part of me just wants to write a four or, four or five page long like rant to, to, to back at them to, to say why this match is so fucking awesome on paper and, and is going to be so awesome on the night. But there's going to be so much explicit in there that I think I'll probably get the 30 day knockoff of Facebook. <laughs> um, no, um, <laughs> seriously, um, like you guys said, Moose needs someone to beat the credibility. There's a huge, huge amount of history between the two of them. And the Impact Wrestling is doing a great job of building up the storyline between Moose and Eddie Edwards now in such a short space of time. You know, if I'd Moose, Eddie Edwards go to W. Morrissey, and W. Morrissey go, through, go, go get put down by Moose, and then all, all three of them are bouncing off each other. So the storyline is perfect. And whoever, after Moose beats Eddie Edwards, then it's, it's, it's going to be Josh Alexander or W. Morrissey in this like, it's next. So it's it's set up what's coming next really well. And it's just um, it's closing a chapter on Moose and Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards uh, now that Sammy Callahan's injured. So it's it's a great match to just be when you sit back and just enjoy it rather than roll your eyes that it's another Eddie Edwards match. It's, it's, it's not like it's Tommy Dreamer, guys. So enjoy it. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And I have to say that I think I think the X Division match is is going to be. I think that'll probably be the opener. Um, I think it'll open with that because they always open with a, a good, fast, you know, high flying match. So possibly going to be opening the night, uh, which will set the tone. Uh, I think I think that this this match is going to be amazing, Moose and Eddie. Um, and I I honestly believe that the 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 Mickey James versus Martinez is going to be one of the matches of the night as well. So mm. I, I think it's going to be it's that's going to be a, a real good match. Um, mm. But who knows? Who knows? What What are your thoughts then, Steve? You don't agree? Well, uh, given the, the 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 matches we have and the matches that we don't have announced, I still think that they can have another match, fast paced match in the opener. I mean, I still feel that the X Division match, if you have a match similar to that, that the X Division can still be elevated higher on the card. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility of that. Um, whatever happens, they always they always kick off with a, with a pretty high-flying, fast-paced yeah. match to get yeah. that crowd going, to get the crowd going. Um, yeah. I also think there's probably room for another knockouts match on the card. So... Um, I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see um, what the what that one is. Go on then. Let's talk well, about it. Let's bring it in. Come on. What do you think? Potential well, matches. Given what we've seen, I get the feeling that that could be the DMC match. Uh, okay. What? Chelsea Green versus, versus Jordan, Jordan Grace. Grace. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, yeah, yeah, it could be. So it could be that one. That would be a knockouts. Mm. I guess that would be a knockouts match, even though it's mm. te- technically not. Uh, but yeah, it is two it knockouts in the ring. It, it makes sense to fit it on there, seeing as it's a digital platform and it's all it's all only exclusive to Impact Plus and YouTube. Mm. So it makes sense to fit it on there. But we've also got Heath and Rhino versus BBD on on the card, possibly. Well, te- technically, Rhino only challenged EY, didn't he? So I yes. wonder if it'll just be those two and it'll be a case of Demore saying, look, it'll be you two and VBD are banned from ringside. So I wonder if then someone, EY will get someone else to interfere on his behalf and we'll yeah. see someone else then. And that's where we oh. could potentially see a debut. Yeah. A, de- lost- yeah. a debut or a return of an, you know, some or someone else on the impact roster join. But yeah, I wonder if that that could be the direction of of it. See, because that was the other thing I was that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Do we think? Um, do we think? You know, who do we think could potentially debut? Because I'm thinking that that yes, they're they're obviously going to go live with their monthly specials now, which would be which is going to be great if they continue to do that. I'm going to be over the moon because I think that's exactly what they should be doing. Okay, um, but it does offer another opportunity to potentially bring in some surprises, right? Some debuts, Um, whether that be returns or whether it be debuts, whatever. Do we think we're going to see some debuts at turning point? And who do you think we may see? And I'm going to, I'm going to go with Joe first. Um, As a long, long shot, um, given how closely we're at Bound for Glory, I'm going to say Adam Shear. Okay. Yep. Yep. I mean, are we thinking that it just possibly wasn't the, the, the I's and the T's, you know, the I's weren't dotted and the T's weren't crossed at that point, uh, you know, at that point? Yeah, but the, the, they were in negotiation. There was no, the, the contract didn't fall through 
on bad terms. They just weren't able to reach an agreement on, on everything in time to get him to, to get him to debut for Bound for Glory. There's there's no ill will between the two of them. And as far as I know, Nick, everything is, is still on the table. It's not like he's, he said, no, this is a bad referee. I don't want I don't want to do it. It's just just they couldn't get everything finished in time to get him on the pay per view in time. So it's all it's basically it's all like timing rather than um, people's ego and um, I want this, I want that, which is what everyone everyone seems to be speculating. It's all down to you know everyone, everyone thinks it's all about it's all about money rather than practicality. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, anyone else? Someone oh. I'm going to throw out there is someone I think we talked about recently either. Um, former Bonson Reed and he's guy going by Jonah because he recently appeared um, at um, New Japan Battle of the Valley and he kind of attacked Moose or didn't attack Moose but he sort of went up to him uh, after his match with uh, um, oh, I can't think uh, Juice Robinson. I didn't see that Juice Robinson. Yeah. That's right. I didn't see yeah. it. Was did you did you see the show? Yeah, it was. Really was it good was show. it good? Yeah, yeah, it was a great show, and I would recommend seeing it. But yeah, he went okay. up to Moose after his match with Juice Robinson, and then attacked Finn Juice. And he also cut a promo saying that the violence is now here. And right, that's, that's interesting. Some, something along those lines, and it's like that's very interesting. The fact that he said violence is now here or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now, interestingly, Hakim's put forward that the Briscoes, Mia Yim, and Tyre. Well, unfortunately, Mia Yim and Tyre can't, can they? Because they wouldn't no. be within their, they wouldn't be within their, that would be within their thirty days. So that's not going to happen. Um, no. The Briscoes, I mean, I don't know unless they um, come to an agreement or Ring of Honor to, you know, let them show early or what. I don't know, but the Briscoes, I know, are definitely scheduled for that final battle. I believe Ring of Honor final battle. So maybe they won't be allowed to I mean, go they can, until. They can yeah, maybe they can um, still appear. It, I don't know. Just, you know, it just depends what happens after an appearance because they are, they have been, uh, all Ring of Honor talent have said that they are allowed to take bookings. It just depends what those bookings are. Exactly. But that's the thing. They might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we know that uh, Jay Lethal's been released now to AEW, which is a real shame, but he's obviously headed on over there. Um, but, you know, who knows who could be the next, you know? I mean, maybe the Briscoes will be next. Who knows? Um, but I, I I know one thing. I think, like I said, I think Bronson Reed or Jonah, as he's going by now, is is a very, very strong possibility, especially as you're saying, and he's confronted he Moose. Booked. He was booked for Bound for Glory, wasn't he? Exactly. So there, will, there is obviously something... There. So I think that's a strong possibility. I think we may see the re-debut, if you want to call it, of the of the now signed Lady Frost, yes. possibly. So we may see Lady Frost turn up. Um, and I still think that Jonathan Grisham is going to be on that show. I, the foundation is going to be on that show um, because I know that uh, there, I mean, there's been a few things that mm. have sort of fallen into place. And uh, mm. I know that he's cancelled I thought about that, but I'm like, I'm trying to think where they would put him. Like, I'm sorry, but the, found, the foundation versus violent by design would be gold. Yeah, but would be gold. Would they, would they come out after like they've attacked, beating up Rhino and Heath, maybe? I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where it would fit in, into the story. But what I do know is that if they did it, 
Um, if, if somehow they managed to work it so they could get Jonathan Gresham mm -hmm. on that show, uh, I think that would be awesome. And, you know, bringing okay. the found, foundation to impact. The foundation versus Violet by Design would be the dog's Unless bollocks. And let's not forget, he in in Ring of Honor, he works partly as a, he also has um, what a, a producer role. So losing Dreamer and um, Pete Williams, they could definitely do with another head backstage. Yes, exactly. And of course, you know the fact that he's uh, doing his own show called Terminus. I don't know if you've seen that. It's going to be called Terminus One, the first show. So um, I'm assuming that that's going to be some sort of kind of maybe you know monthly thing or or every four months or they're gonna he's gonna do something um i think it'd be interesting to see how that one pans out because that's supposed to be not just a one-off uh that is supposed to be almost like a new generation promotion or something so i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that Mm. as well but that's what i see that's what i see i'd be interested to know what other people think uh, don't forget to leave your comments let us know and i see a lot of people mentioning the briscoes um you know yes mm. i think the briscoes would be great uh, as a tag team coming in we could do with a tag team like that that would be fantastic um i'd also like to see i think they're called the sean taylor experience or the sean taylor maybe uh, um it's, it's not experience is it um promotions sean taylor promotions maybe. i'd be interested in to see if they were to come in as a as a like you know, the, the faction, that would be quite interesting mm. if they came in all together. Uh, but who knows? You know, it doesn't necessarily all have to happen at Turning Point. Uh, you've got no. plenty of shows that these stuff can happen at, that's for sure. Uh, but what I know mm. is that I think this show's gonna be gonna be really, really good. Um yeah. I'm, I'm really look I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I mean they've got what, one, two, three, four, five matches. Another one is Ace Ace Austin and Chris Saban is most likely yeah, they, they half that on impact, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think that happened as well. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Maybe with Matt Ban Fulton banned from ringside because Chris Sabin's pointed out that Fulton's always in, always there. So I think I think Scott mm. Moore might ban Fulton from ringside, which would be interesting. <laughs> I, I, which I, I really want to see, to be honest, because I want to see Ace Austin and Sabin just go at it with with no mm. interference because Ace Austin is awesome, and to be honest, he doesn't need Fulton in his corner anymore, or I, he never really did. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I think. I think Ace Austin, Chris Saber. That'd be an amazing match. I hope that happens. Um, but who knows? You know, we don't know, do we? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys in the chat think of of um, who you would like to see. You know, who you think these extra matches are going to be. Who you'd like to see debut. Um, yeah. You know, because, you know, it's, it's obviously a big thing at the moment. We've got a lot of indie talent. We've got a lot of Ring of Honor talent. We've got a lot of, you know, WWE re releases. So there's a lot of talent out there that, that can turn up. Like just, <laughs> just have, yeah, exactly. We're just going to have to wait and see. Okay, so let's move on to the digital media match. Now, um, we had a number one contenders four-way last night, um, obviously on, on Impact Plus and, and uh, YouTube Ultimate Insiders. We had uh, Alicia Edwards versus Jake Something versus Chelsea Green versus Matthew Raymond. Um, I think this was actually, I mean, they gave him five minutes, um, which is a little bit longer than previous matches, but still, you know, there's four people in there. It still could have gone a little bit longer, I think. Uh, they haven't announced when the match is going to be held. So, um, you know, 
you know, I, you know, if you don't want me to say the winner, I won't say the winner. But you know, they haven't said when the next match is going to be. So um, I'm interested to see when that's going to be. Like we said, we think it may take point. It may happen at turning point. Would make sense for it to happen at turning point. Um, or will it happen next week? I think it would be turning point. So let's, Maybe let's hope kick, that kick, that happens. Kick it off. Yeah, kick turning, turning point off from the Digital Media Championship. It's just, it's just a, the right make right decision, especially the matches are going to be five, six minutes long. You know, you, you, you've got your starting match right there and then. Yeah, Bam! yeah, perfect. You could give them a good 10-minute run, couldn't you? You could give them 10 minutes to really yeah. go for it, you know, and have a really good solid match. Um, especially knowing who's obviously in that match. I think it could be really good. Um, okay. So we'll move on from that for now, because obviously we don't want to harp on too much on that one. As certain people haven't seen it. Um, so we don't want to upset anyone. Uh, so tomorrow night on impact wrestling, we've got the BTI match, which is Brian Myers versus Sam Beal. Now this is, you know, this is a great, great match i think it's going to be a great match mm. i think a few people have said this should be on the main show um you know i i haven't um you know i, I don't know where it should be or not but for me if it's at the t if it's at the top of the hour um of the you know sorry the end of the hour for the bti show then to me that's a showcase position to be in uh you know so you know if you want to watch it then all you got to do is tune in 15 minutes earlier and watch a great match. What you do get when they have it on the BTI is it get it's longer. It's normally 10, 15 minute match. Um, yeah. If this match was to be on the main show, it'd probably only be a five, six minute match. So that's what you've got to think about, you know? Mm. I think it's going to be a good match. I think Sam Beal is finally going to finish off Brian Myers to perfection. Um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts, Steve, on this one? I don't know. Part of me feels like Myers may get the win here because I feel like they're going to just take it that one extra week to a turning point. Yeah. This feels like a feud that should end at a turning point. So do you think there might be some sort of interference which then turns it into a, a DQ and then we then get it repeated again on, yeah, at a turning point feels, to sort of finish the storyline? Yeah, it feels like maybe Myers would have like one trick, a trick up his sleeve or something. Yeah, well, you never know. You know, I mean, that's the trouble. He is the most professional wrestler. He knows all the tricks under the sun, don't he? He knows mm. all the things under the ring too. Exactly, he knows all the things under the ring. You're right. Uh, so <laughs> it could be an interesting. What about you, Joe? What do you think on this one? Then, obviously, you know yeah. that Brian knows all the things under the ring, but what, what, yeah. what else? I, I think. Um... Um, should Brian Myers or Sam Beal, um, oh, we know, should one up, regardless of who wins, I, one thing I hope they don't do is then make a six man tag team match at turning point. With, yeah. Um, with, um, but <coughs> I, um, I think I want to see Sam Beal win because Sam Beal's just won, won me over quick, very, really quickly. And then they can bring that to turning point. And regardless, you know, Brian Myers can just be so pissed off about it that things are up backstage and then Scott DeMore just throws them together one-on-one -on -one there and give, make them add another stipulation like a hardcore match or something there. And it, it, that would be interesting. I, tell you I think I Viol like, Go on, mate. Go um, on. Something that we've not seen for a long while um, is I, I feel like it would be interesting if at turning point we see Beale kind of just get so irritated that he says, look, I'm fed up with the entire learning tree. I'm going to sort of, you know, take 
you know, run the gauntlet kind of thing, you know, take these dice on, take VSK on, and then I'll take Myers on and run the, you know, run the gauntlet kind of thing. That would be awesome. So, yeah, that would be interesting. It might, it might sort of maybe make the, the learning tree look slightly weak. I don't know, but it would really build feel into something. Yeah, it could. It could. You're right. Uh, there's lots of ways I think they can go about it, but I think you're right. I think this match does deserve to finish on turning point. Um, yeah. you know, so we'll have to see. I think maybe, like say, the learning tree get involved, ends in the DQ, Scott comes out, right, that's it. Learning, you know, this match is going to be replayed at turning point, but that everyone's going to be banned from ringside, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's a true one-on-one, no DQ kind of scenario. Um, I, I think... For reals, reals. But we're, again... It's just one of those that we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good match. We then move mm. on to the show itself, Impact Impact Wrestling on Access TV or YouTube Ultimate Insiders or Insiders if you're, if you're into the YouTube. Or even if you want to watch it a little bit later on, then, you know, then you're more than welcome to watch it on Impact Plus. There's so many ways that you can watch Impact Wrestling. No excuses anymore. Anyway, moving on. Steve Macklin versus Laredo Kid. Um, this is going to be interesting. Uh, but like I said, there's an implication here, um, you know, because we haven't seen Steve Macklin lose yet. Macklin himself has not lost. Um, mm. Yes, he's been he's been in um, three ways where he's not been the winner. But he's not actually lost. He's not lost in those matches. He's not been the one pinned. He's not lost. So um, he's still what you would class as undefeated. Are we going to see Laredo Kid defeat Steve Macklin? Or are we going to see Steve Macklin defeat Laredo Kid and by default end up being inserted into the X Division match at turning point? This is the question. What do you think, Joe? I. <laughs> I, I, I personally, I want to see Steve Mack and just get himself disqualified. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't want this to be a three-way match at, at turning point. It need, um, I said it when, when we kicked off the Van Van Donna turning point. Uh, it needs to be Trey Miguel and it need, and Radio Kid and Steve Macklin doesn't need to be in this match to, to make it any better. It, 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 won't, it won't not take anything away from the match. It might not stop it being match of the night. Yeah. But... Um, there's many ways that they can just get they, they can get Steve Macklin um, to lose this match or get um, to not pick up the win, yeah, and n- not take a pinfall or a submission. You know, they can have him uh, like stuck outside the ring for ten seconds and then um, get counted out. It won't be a dive, uh, like it's like like how EC3 used to lose matches. He wouldn't get pinned or submitted for ages. He would like, get himself counted, get himself disqualified, and that's where they're going with Steve Macklin at the moment too. Yeah, and it it won't kill his momentum if he gets like counted out. It just means that the Raider kids been able to get back in the ring faster than him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's not actually as long as he doesn't eat the pin, then his sort of kind of unbeaten run kind of is almost intact. I guess he's not been mm. pinned is yeah. the key. Not being pinned is the key. Um, and just to answer your question, Mir, we don't love three way matches. We just we just look at the way Impact book. And sometimes you can almost predict what they're going to do um, in a sense of when, they, when they're putting someone like Steve Macklin versus Laredo Kid two days before Laredo Kid gets a, you know, um, a match at turning point for the X Division title, then interesting. This is obviously something that's in someone's mind somewhere. 
because why would you put Laredo Kid in with someone that currently is undefeated but is assigned talent, whereas Laredo Kid is only here for a certain set of tapings and then he moves on? So you have to you you have to try and read behind the lines a little bit. Uh, well, you don't have to, but it's fun reading between the lines a little bit. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. Um, like you say, hopefully we we keep it as a one on one. We want to keep it as a one on one. I think it deserves to be a one on one, like we said earlier. So we'll have to wait and see. Then we've got Doc Gallows versus Hikaleo. What do we think of this one? Two, wow. two big two big fellas. Two big fellas. Now, if you go with traditional booking on this one, right? Oh. If you go with, with traditional booking on this one. Gallows wins. Gallows wins because we want to see the Bullet Club win at yeah. turning point. Okay? If Hikaleo wins, that indicates it. the Good Brothers could potentially be winning at turning That's if you go with traditional 101 booking. Mm. But, you know, Impact don't always do that, do they? No. What I think, what I think will happen is we'll get a a no contest or something, or somehow maybe the the Bullet Club, or maybe like El Fantasma, will try and interfere or something. You know, no, no, I don't see either man eating the pin. Really, you think we might get interference then, and we turn into some sort of brawl between the Bullet Club and the the Good Brothers? Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. I, I I even see Finjis coming down and just get, going up with one one last bang. I don't I don't everybody. want that because I, I don't come, want that. If, if they come down, I can see this being you know turned yeah. into a three way again. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't I don't want it. But that that's one of the um, Impact Wrestling seems to if, if that's one of the things that's it's most likely going to happen because it just seems the most predictable. And mm. but the, the other thing is I think um, like you said. Um, Carl Anderson or, or Chris Bay or El Phantasma will do something outside the ring and that will just um, cause everyone to disrupt and come in and mm. fight with each other and naturally get thrown out. One thing yeah. one thing I do want to bring up is, like you mentioned this, that um, Fan- El Phantasma won the match and then they've got Hikaleo um, as the image to it, uh, for the poster. And that really gives me a good feeling that they could win the titles and then defend it under the free bird rule, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. And I, I think that worked really well. It, like you say, it could be any mm. combination. Again, it's almost using that combination as a way to sort of like strategize against whoever it is you're going against. And it's um, something the Bullet Club would do too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think, Joe? Yeah. Um, I, I, I suggested it last week that, you know, the, the free bird rule would work with um, the Bullet Club. <laughs> And you, you need um, Hikaleo in there to go up against Doc Gallows. Our Phantasm would just get his ass kicked, as good as he is. Against um, you, you need an even playing field. You got a fast guy in Chris Bay, with a really good technical wrestler in Carl Anderson, and you just need some two and two big guys, two big horses to just punch the shit out of each other and really, really up the ante when everything else fails. Possibly, uh, I think you're right. Uh, it's just, it's always good to see. Dark Gallows going against someone the same size as him as well because mm. that's what that's when he's like that's when he's at his best it's when he's against someone at his own size and you see him just taking a beating and dishing it out again you can see you you really do feel like fucking hell he's really taking this 
Yeah, yeah. Just like just like you see, you know, like you took like Mira said, you know, two big men slapping meat. Um, you, you know, that's exactly what we're talking about. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute Pull my scarf. Bomb. So okay, yeah, it's definitely gonna be one of those or hold my beer. Um so okay, so we then we then move on. We've got the inspiration versus the undead bridesmaids. Now already, like I was saying, out of mm. all of the matches that that I think would actually benefit or be good um, as sort of kind of like a, a, a three-way, so it would be a six-man or a six-girl tag, um, would be this one. I, I'd like to see the Undead Bridesmaids pin the inspiration and then get a shot and then get added into the title shot so we get a three-way. I think that match would be great. I'm up for that one. None of the others... But I think this one would benefit. I think it would be good. I think this would be this would be a really good good three way tag match. Because um, otherwise, the, the the other feeling I've got here is if um, if the undead bridesmaids lose, then they've basically they've lost two weeks in a row, and it's sort of kind of like that's that makes them a dead tag team. Really, mm. um, they're not. They won't be undead. They would be the dead tag team yeah. bridesmaids. Uh, that would be it. Of- they're already kind of walking a fine line as it is. They like that's kind of why I felt they needed a win last week. Um, but for me, if they do, in if they are added to this match, it, I mean, maybe it'll be me, me kind of hope holding my hopes too high, but it does give me a strong hope that we will see a father figure of some sort. Because okay. they will be on, they will be on actually on the show, um, so it, I, I think you will be what you know watching this match closely. Yes, I agree. What about you, Joe? What are your thought? I mean, I know that you love the undead realm stuff, so um, <laughs> you know what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think the the undead the undead bridesmaids need to win this, um, and then that will be the only triple threat match that I'd like to I'd like to see on on turning point because, like you said, they they would have lost two matches in a row, and then the inspiration going on. To, we know they're going to retain the tag team titles at turning point. Then they go on and beat Decay. Decay have lost another match, and it doesn't look good on them. And um, unless Decay get a huge amount of offense in in this match um, to make up for the, the match at Bound for Glory, then it, it's uh, pretty much done and dusted. We might as well just skip it, match. <laughs> and I hate, and I, and that that actually hurts saying that because I'm such a huge fan of Rosemary. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, you are a very big fan of Rosemary. Um, and mm. uh, I, I think uh, I think Rich Swan has something to say about that, uh, Keith Goldman. Um, yes. So, in, interestingly enough, um, I just, I don't know. I just feel that this is the match that could benefit from from three, you know, from from mm. being a three way tag. I just, I don't know. I just feel it is because I, I don't want to see the undead bridesmaid or brides or whatever they're called. I'm sure they're called. Are they brides or bridesmaids? It's, it's bridesmaids. If you bridesmaids, um, watch it. Last I thought week. it was. Yeah, I thought it was bridesmaids. So you, you see, the undead bridesmaids actually, um, they they need to get a win under the belt. Um, they need a bit of credibility to them. Yes, at the moment they're just the whipping girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see. We'll see how that one pans out. We then have what was going to be the uh, match of the night. Certainly going to be the big main event. We've got the Josh Alexander. See, that's someone else we've not mentioned for turning point yet. But we've got Josh Alexander versus 
Minori Suzuki. Now, they have been billing this as an absolute badass match. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing match. So I'm looking forward to this one. Um, like I say, Josh Alexander versus Suzuki one-on-one. I mean, what is there not to love on this one, boys? What is this is the good you know, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It is the good stuff. Um, so I, I've not heard too much about it. Now, this was, obviously, this has been pre-taped. So, mm. um, you know, we've not heard anything like huge spoiler-wise with regards to it. I've not seen anything. Um, no, so well they've done well on this one. So I'm, I'm really, really excited um, to see this. I know that a few people, all I've ever heard is all I've heard or seen is a couple of people saying that this is a badass match. So I, I knew that straight away. Um, you know, as soon as Josh Alexander is in a match with a, with a Japanese uh, wrestler, strong star wrestler, we know you're going to get a good match. Yeah. Um, so, so you look know, at that match of Marafuji he had. That was awesome. Exactly. This is going to be just as good. So, um, you know, are you in agreement on that one, boys? Yeah, and, and I could I could even see Vislin leading to Josh Alexander versus W Morrissey for turning point, or um, mm. if something happens in this match that makes it a no contest, then put this match onto turning point because I was hoping this would go that this match would be on turning point as like the co-main event. So I was a bit disappointed that it's on the fight match the night before turning point, but then you want to end end the set of tapings with a huge huge match, and it doesn't get any bigger than this. No, it's huge. This is a huge match. Uh, an interested Larry Bongo, nineteen last night, nine hundred ninety nine, um, who's obviously from the UK because it's uh, put up there oh seven twenty eight. So he's obviously in the UK um, mm -hmm. now. I think he must be, although I might be wrong. I, think I don't that's know. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought when they were in the US or whatever, it put up their time. Let me have a look. Oh no, it doesn't, does it? But anyway, so um, wherever you're from, Larry. Uh, interesting. You know, I've not seen loads of matches um, from Suzuki. I've seen a few online and stuff, so I'm actually really looking forward to this one. So I hope it's one of his good ones, Larry. I hope it's one of his good ones. Um, and it is good to see that you are in the UK, buddy. Nice to see that. Whereabouts are you? Let us know. Yeah. Um, ah, Lakers is in the house. Lakers has arrived. He <laughs> is impacted. He's impacted. Damn, where have you been? Oh man, we've been missing you, brother. Glad to see you back on, boy. Good to see you back on. And Larry's in Lancashire. Well, is are you a first time uh first time viewer, Larry? Or have you been on here before? I don't think I've seen your handle before. Have you seen this handle before, guys? No, no. I'm I'm not I'm not using Twitch, I'm just using YouTube. I don't think I've seen Larry before, but if you're new, don't forget to hit subscribe, smash the bell, and never miss a listen in the future. It's great to have you with us, Larry. Thank you ever so much. Uh, and again, it's great to see Larry. And of course, Keith has been uh, joined us recently. I never mentioned when Keith turned up, so it's great to see you as well, my friend. Great to see you. Um, okay, guys. Well, um, I think that's pretty much round up today's show. We've not got um, not got really a lot to say. Uh, other than that, really, uh, all I've got to say really is, is please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon uh, for exclusive extra content when you sign up. And also make sure you watch tomorrow night's TNI flagship Impact Live review directly after the show is aired on Twitch and YouTube. And it looks like Larry often watches the Thursday night show uh, on the mm -hmm. live streams. So I might see you tomorrow night then, Larry. <laughs> you never know. Um, also, all TNI shows are available. 
for all of you listen on the go fans as audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Um, where can we find you on the socials, Joe? You can follow me on Twitter at JRK Empty Space. You'll, you can check me out on WrestleBuddy and you can also, also find me on Facebook. Look for hashtag Empty Space, hashtag The Void. Or if you want to test your sense of humor and your sanity, hashtag Daily Giggle and come in with an open mind and you just might keep your sanity. There you go. What about you, Steve? You can find me over on Twitter at simplysteve311 for everything Impact Wrestling related. Or like Joe, you can find me over at WrestleBuddy under the Impact Wrestling handle um, where I post a new Impact Wrestling article every Thursday. And he does, and they're very good as well. I definitely advise anybody to go and check out WrestleBuddy.com and check out Steve's articles on Impact. They're really, really good. And when Joe manages to pop one out, he's very good at popping them out as well. Uh, but recent articles uh, have been very, very good. They're also very long. So just make sure that you have at least ooh, a good hour to spare to, to get it's stuck fine. into by those. The time, by the time we got to the end of it, he's released his next one. Exactly, exactly. That's true. That's true. So, this yeah, that's most recent true. one, this most recent one is all for pay per views and a recap on everything. So, it's um, like looking back at everything that we've, we've covered, it has my opinion changed. And right, um, right now, I'm, I'm going to re watch turning, I'm re watching Hard to Kill for Eddie for the two main events, Eddie Edwards and, and Sammy Callahan, and then the six man tag match because I've got writer's block. So I'm rewatching those two matches and then going, I'm going to be going on to Rebellion, then Summerversary, then Bound for Glory. And so that's where I am at the moment. There's been He's so doing... much going on. So much going on here. I got right <laughs> block. I forgot what I wanted to say about Eddie Edwards match with Sammy Callahan. So I need to rewatch that match. And it's just fucking awesome as well. So I'm going to watch that again. And um, I, love, I love that match when it was when, it, when I first saw it. It actually scared the hell out of me seeing how badly beaten up Eddie Edwards was. And when I watched it the second time, I still couldn't watch some of it. So <laughs> that, that's, that's, that, that's how engaging that match was. So I'm going to have it was a, lot a good to match. Say. There was some great stuff. stuff. Great stuff. So, guys, don't forget to go and check out Joe's articles as well. Uh, he's very passionate. He... Mum's on Rosemary, if you guys there you want go. to check that one out. And there's one he's... with the exhibition that Josh Alexander got quite endorsed with. So he did. Yeah, yeah. The main thing is that Joe is extremely passionate about whatever he writes about. So it's great to, yes. to spend, you know, get over there and spend some time checking it out, guys. Definitely. Mm. Um, and you're right, Lakers, 100% pure beefalo all the way, baby. So, um, yeah, so it's all good. Um, now, please, uh, as I said before, please, uh, oh, if you're looking for me, I didn't mention me. After all of that, <laughs> I'm not mentioning me. If you're interested in following the Bison, go and check me out on Twitter at LordBison45. Um, I'm getting so close to 1,400 now. Um, follows uh, so, so close. I've had quite a few in the last sort of week or so. Uh, please make sure you go over there and give me a follow. Um, I do lots of discussions about UK wrestling as well as Impact Wrestling, some of the indie stuff going on in the, in the US as well. Um, so please, please, Go and give me a follow and check me out. Um, also, please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on YouTube and obviously Twitch by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us and you like what you see, then please don't forget to hit the big red subscribe button. And don't forget to obviously give that bell a tickle, a squeeze or a smash. 
uh, to never miss any of the TNR UK and US teams. Great content each and every single week. Um, it's been fantastic having you. We had a fantastic guest this week in Lion Kid. Um, I make sure that you go and check him out as well. Um, he's a he's a fantastic, uh, fan, fantastic U, U, UK uh, wrestler. Uh, Boomer Bison was on earlier, so thank you to Boomer for popping in, and saying hello. That was good as well. Uh, and don't forget, if you want to support the TNI, head over to the Spreadshirt store or prowrestlingtees.com forward slash total nonstop impact um, and check out some of our t-shirts, our mugs, our hoodies, or, you know, whatever. So basically anything that you don't, we don't have on Pro Wrestling Tees, we've got on the Spreadshirt shop. Go and check that out, support the team. And, of course, don't forget that uh, support us on Patreon as well. Um, with all that said, I've been Bison. They have been the Joker in Simply Steve. And a big thank you to the Lion Kid and Boomer Bison. And this has been episode 57 of Impacted. Take care, everyone. Take care. We're Bison! We are!